a text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day, comes to us primarily from our Old Testament reading for today in these verses. And God brought Abraham outside and said, Look towards heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Since last Sunday, everything around here at peace has been about the children. Monday through Friday was, of course, those five days of vacation Bible school where we gathered together 62 kids to teach them about Jesus. It was five days of adults trying to keep up with young people while still imparting to them that good news about Jesus. In everything we did, whether it was songs or crafts, whether it was story or food or even the games. And it is right that we should spend time and energy and resources on our children. And then as Vacation Bible School Week was ending, we began to turn towards today, where after our service, the youth will give a brief report on the National Youth Gathering. And so we spent time getting that presentation ready. And as I said, it's right that we would spend time and energy and resources on the young people of our congregation. For after all, the scriptures are consistent and clear that children are a blessing. The children are a reward given to parents. Whether at any moment during vacation Bible school or the National Youth Gathering, whether you could see that blessing with the naked eye, well, that could change from moment to moment. But the truth still remains. When I began my ministry in Kansas, my study was in the parsonage itself. And that meant sometimes pastoral counseling and family life came rather close to each other. And I'd always get a little nervous when people would come in for premarital counseling. Why? Well, because one of the things I was going to talk to them about was God's great order for how things should be in marriage. And that intricate connection between marriage and sexuality and children. And in going through that, there was always one point I wanted to get across among others. And that was this. Children are a blessing from the Lord. It was always during that time when I was speaking those very words that I really expected that one of my kids would come banging on the study door. And then open up the door to reveal the blood running down their face to tell me what had just gone down between the siblings. Yes, I figured they'd run right in there and try to argue against that simple proclamation that I was trying to make, that children are a blessing. The simple truth that children are a blessing is something that is taught throughout the scriptures. And in the book of Genesis, and also the book of Hebrews today, we get this told to us again by matter of two people from the Old Testament. 
we get an inside look, so to speak, in the lives of Abraham and Sarah. You see, we get that inside look. For probably in our day, their struggle of childlessness might have just been kept hush-hush. But it was not so in the Scriptures. We are told throughout the Scriptures that both Abraham and Sarah were heartbroken by the fact that they were not having any luck at having children. And they knew that indeed God wanted them to be blessed in every way, for he had told them that. But they were heartbroken that God had not given this blessing of children. Maybe some of you here know that pain. You see, after God promises to reward Abraham in our Old Testament reading, Abraham complains, O Lord, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus, one of Abraham's servants. We're told then this in the book of Hebrews. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even though she was past age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Yes, they both greatly desired this gift of children and yet had not received it from the hand of the Lord. And so while at times I am sure they lost hope that they would ever receive such a blessing, yet in faith they knew that only God and God alone could answer their prayers. In the end, God did answer their prayers. And they sent to, or he sent to them that blessing named Isaac. And that was just the first of Abraham's offsprings. As Hebrews said, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of the heavens. Yes, God always keeps his promises. And as we heard today in our Old Testament reading, God had taken Abraham one night outside underneath the stars. And he had promised him that he would have offspring just as many as the stars that he saw. And as I was thinking about that this week, it got me thinking. If God took one of us outside and made that same promise, would we rejoice like Abraham? To think of offspring as many as the stars? Do we rejoice at the thought of many offspring as the people of old did? Do we believe that children are a blessing with the same conviction that the people of God that we hear about today did? After all, we have to admit that in many ways, we live in a culture that more often than not, or at least as often as, speaks of children as an inconvenience rather than a blessing. Of course, we see this in its most crass form in the acceptance of abortion of every sort in our country. You know, the most crass people in regards to this topic think of children as just some unfortunate byproduct of an intimate encounter they had that can be discarded like trash. Others, who are not so callous, still decide that that child doesn't need to come into the world if it will cause undue trouble in the life of the father or the mother. And then those who continue 
to not be nearly so crass, will think about it long and hard. And they will, in the end, though, decide to give in to the pressure to choose convenience over life. But it's not just in our country's perspective on abortion that we can see the resistance to the truth that children are a blessing. We see a lot of information disseminated at convincing people not to have children at all. You know that there are entire organizations run by some of the most wealthy people in the world whose main aim to fix all the problems of humanity is to limit population. Some of these groups have suggested that things like forced sterilization and laws that limit the number of children you can have should be the norm in the future. Others trust that they can achieve their goals by simply convincing couples that having children will steal away times of romance, pleasure, and enjoyment. But it's not just big secret organizations of billionaires that believe these kinds of things. I think each of us can forget this basic truth that children are a blessing. Parents can be scared away from having children when every year in the news cycle they come out and tell us just how much it will cost now to raise a child to the age of 18. I think it's a quarter of a million dollars, they say these days. Others are have, or excuse me, other new couples are convinced by parents that if they have children, it will unquestionably ruin their careers and their marriages. And parents who have children are sometimes robbed of the joy of those blessings by the simple fact that while children are blessings, they also can be taxing, frustrating, even maddening. And it's not just those who might still be considering children that should think about all of this. Really, all of us at times can believe that children are as much inconvenience as anything. For we all know, even I think as we heard earlier in the service, children can often make their presence known vocally, see, just when others think they shouldn't. Children require constant care and attention, which some don't want to invest. And children are very good at making messes, especially in front of those who seem to need everything right in its place. Children are a blessing. That is the simple and clear teaching of all of the scripture. But they don't always appear so to our eyes. One moment we can see it so clearly as we marvel at a child's joy, as we marvel at their love. And the next second, we can't hardly see it at all because we are then enraged at that same child's disobedience or anger. And I suppose that's why we're not supposed to judge blessings solely with our eyes. We're instead to know what is a blessing through our ears. And God speaks to us and tells us that children are a blessing. And in faith we know that he is never wrong. After all, God not only said it, but he proved it. When he decided the time was right to send the Savior into the world, he sent that Savior as a child. 
And as that Savior grew into adulthood, he had a way of welcoming children that even made his own disciples a little bit uncomfortable. And surely upon the cross, amongst all the people that Jesus was dying for, the entire world, was no doubt the littlest of those humans as well. Yes, he not only tells us to value children, but he showed us how to value children. Dear people of God, we can no longer listen to our culture that wants to speak about children too often as inconveniences, whose even very chance to live is a matter of choice before conception or after. We must confess that children are a blessing to be received and raised up with joy. After all, they are unquestionably the future of the church. And God goes as far as in his scriptures to tell married couples that he desires godly offspring from them. So let us confess the selfishness that often wants to make our needs and wants be first. Let us confess our lack of trust in God when we get anxious about our life and what we will wear and what we will eat. And let us confess that all too often the messages of the culture become the beliefs of our mind. For if we confess these things, God is righteous and just, and he will forgive us of all of our sins. Yes, God, our Father, will receive us and he will forgive us. Just like in that parable of the prodigal son, which we looked at again this week in VBS, as we confess, as we come back to God in confession, our Father comes running. He comes running and forgives us and gives us his warm embrace. And he invites us to a celebration. Today, hosted again at this altar, he gives us every blessing that that babe of Bethlehem came to give to us. For if we have any doubt that children are a blessing... It is the baby Jesus that we are to look to. For he shows us for certain that children are a blessing. As he is the babe of Bethlehem. And he has blessed us all beyond belief. Amen.